Hello, I'm Avi Kaufman. And I'm Ron Scharf. And this is Accent Insights. This week, we're actually going to cover two weeks worth of properties. This is the week of doubles because good things come in pairs. So we're going to do four sets of pairs today. Great. Um, so let's. why don't we start with the, the pair of um, single families that came on this, uh, this week and last. We have 178 Tappan Street and 92 Gardner Road. And these are two houses that are not far from each other, actually. Um, they are they're different sizes, similar conditions, different in general, but worth talking about together. Uh, Avi, what did you think of 92 Gardner Road? Came on last week. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Could use some cosmetic updating, but clearly very desirable. Good price at $1.8 million, four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. This went under agreement after just one weekend, and I don't think that was a surprise at all. Right. And, you know, this is the bread and butter Brookline home. It's a central entrance colonial. It's got a little bit of a different look in the front, but it's a, it's a very familiar layout. It works. Four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. It's not big. It's 2,500 square feet, but a good house to, you know, raise a family in. And, and the people who own this one have been there for a long time. And, uh, and as you say, priced right. Now, it, it's worth noting $716 a square foot is not cheap. And if you look at um, this against the other house we're looking at, 178 Tappan Street, that one has a price per square foot of 461 Right. 178 Tappan Street is humongous. 4,333 square feet, six bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms, and it's listed just under $2 million. Uh, my take on this is it, it just might be people looking at this thinking this is a, a bigger project than I can handle right now. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think similar, this happens to be one of my favorite houses from the outside. It's, it's a beautiful, rich color. It's very grand, but it is huge. And, you know, and as much as both of these houses are kind of looking for some love and some money, this one needs a lot more money just because of the square footage. It's, it's enormous. And, and not that many people need such a big house. And I think more people are going are gonna to opt for the smaller, more manageable house that's comfortable for a family than the one that's too big. It's like you go to Costco and there's a hundred apples on sale. It's a great price per apple, but you just don't need a hundred apples. Right, right. Now, what's interesting about this house um, that, that might work for some people, there are always people looking to do something sort of entrepreneurial with a house or figure out a way to make it work. This house is in SC district in Brookline, which allows you to take a single family house and convert it to two. You can do it as of right if you don't show two entrances in the front. So if somehow... You could figure out a way to use the one main entrance and get two units out of this house. You are allowed as of right to turn it into a two. You have to meet all the other zoning requirements, but that particular aspect doesn't need any special permission. You can go for special permit and make two separate entrances from the outside. The idea is, you know, they are allowing in, in some districts a two-family house as long as it doesn't look like a two-family house, and this could be one of those. So if someone was enterprising and said, hey, I don't need the 4,000 plus square feet for myself, but I could use, you know, 2,800 or 3,000 and I could make an in-law suite or a rental or something like that. It could be done. But again, we're talking about a fair, uh, a fairly substantial investment to get it done. And, and uh, the listing agent mentioned to me that the owner at some point in the past did put in plans and was approved to do some sort of conversion, but then just never pursued it. Right. And it's worth noting, there is a time, I think it's two or three years that you can rely on on plans that were put in. I, and my sense from this listing is that you can no longer rely on the plans that were approved for the current owner 
Uh, I think it's, that's right. I think they're too old. So you'd have to start from scratch. You'd have to go to the the Brookline Building Department and talk to the. I think the building commissioner is now the one who's doing the plan review and and really make sure. Sometimes you get two families that want to live together and are looking for that two family house. This is not a two family house, but it could be one. So it you know it could be interesting for people in that situation if if you uh, you know want to make full use of all that space. Now, let's move on to our next pair, onto condominiums that were on the market this week and last week. The first pair, let's talk about 30 Stanton Road Unit 2 and 58 Dwight Street Unit 3. 30 Stanton Road Unit 2, this is three bedrooms, two baths. This one also uh, is the one with the more square footage at 1,756 square feet, listed at 815 and 58 Dwight Street was on last week, already under agreement, uh, three bedrooms, two baths, 1,138 square feet, so the smaller one of the pair, and listed at 889. Uh, the difference, 58 Dwight Street had parking, 30 Stanton Road, of course, does not. Right. Um, 30 Stanton Road is also an interesting situation. I, I happen to know this uh, this association very well because I lived there, and, and it is this is one of my favorite associations to point sort of small families too, because it worked so well for us. It's a compromise, certainly, but a good one for some people just starting out. The typical unit, um, uh, the units on the second and third floor of this association have three bedrooms and either one or one and a half bathrooms. Then the way it's set up is you have one like really regular size bedroom, one slightly smaller size bedroom, and one small bedroom. And when you have small kids or babies, that small bedroom is just fine. We even had two babies in it, and we used the medium-sized bedroom as an office guest room and the full-size bedroom as, as the master, as it was. The units on the first floor are better in some ways and worse in others, um, because the first floor units often come with a basement, which really gives you a lot of square footage. I think in this case, it's probably another 800 square feet in the basement. That's super useful. Yeah, it's uh, this is calling six hundred seventeen square feet additional uh, living space in the lower level. Right, um, and that's that's great and really important if you've got a growing family or maybe bigger kids that you want to have a space to put them in. Um, what you lose on the first floor is you lose that medium sized bedroom, lose a space to the building foyer. Um, so it becomes another very small bedroom. So on your main floor, you're now left with the master, the small bedroom, and another small bedroom. But you do get all of that space in the basement, and this one has another bedroom there and a playroom. So that's super useful. Um, the other trade-off is that the, the way to get to that basement space is kind of out the back stairs behind the kitchen. So, you know, every unit is a series of compromises, but for people looking for a lot of space, this might be the right set of compromises. Yeah, and I think this one... Um... I think this one's really interesting. It also gets a lot of light. It is the nice outside courtyard. It's a great location. Um, I don't think that this one will have any trouble selling. Even at the broker open house, there was a ton of interest and a ton of uh, uh, people buzzing around. Uh, because, you know, uh, if you include that basement square footage in the total square footage, then the price per square foot is only $464 a square foot compared to 58 Dwight Street, where it was 781 per square foot. So a similar contrast as we had in the first pair and the second pair is the same, uh, the more square footage versus the less. Right, right. But, you know, again, we'll see how it goes because Dwight Street was a traditional kind of condo. It's what you expect. You'll see it in a couple different variations and there it is. The one on Stanton Road, you're going to have to decide, is that basement space, you know, something that's useful to me and do I need more room on the main floor? But again, great unit, great block. 
no parking, uh, not so hard to find rental parking. Right. Now, 58 Dwight Street, you know, each of these units has trade-offs. 58 Dwight Street came on last week and it's under agreement. So clearly it, it uh, matched for some buyers. It was small for a three-bedroom, you know, 1,138 square feet. And so there wasn't any real dining room. You're going to be eating in the kitchen. Uh, and then there's the, the one sort of other common room would be the living room and that sort of layout. Yeah. Yeah. But as you say, it matched. It was a combination of compromises that worked for, for someone and, and there it went. I think on this one, the keys were it's an amazing location, Coolidge Corner. It has parking and it has three bedrooms for under $900,000. Yeah, and two full baths. So And two full baths. It's hard to find that. Right. Agreed. Now, the next pair is interesting. Let's talk about two that were both relatively recent in the past couple of years, got renovations that are now back on the market surprisingly quickly for their second owners. Um, 44 Atherton Road, unit uh, one, is on for 1.689. And 140 Winchester Street is on for just under $2 million. Yep. And and again, like our first pair, these these two are relatively close, close to each other. They're kind of around the corner. Some of the compromises you'll make here are similar. They're both on the high side of of high streets. So you're going to you're going to be climbing stairs to get into either one. Um, they both have garages. Great. And yeah, again, I think they were renovated in the same year. And you know, with these you always you always want to know when a brand new construction uh, unit comes back on the market, you're of course always curious what happened. You know, is there a situation with a terrible neighbor or lots of noise? It's very hard to know that. Although if you're interested in one of these units, it's worth doing some investigating and, you know, maybe knocking on some neighbor's doors and seeing if you can find something out before you take the plunge. The typical stories of why someone's selling so quickly will be uh, either they're moving for work or there's a change in family situation, uh, for example, uh, a new marriage or a divorce or a situation like that. Right. So the agent's always going to be prepared for that question. Um, and it's great to get their, their take on it. I will say, that, so the, the one on, on Winchester Street is, is a little bit of an unusual layout. It's bigger, right? These, these I think the similarities kind of stop in the neighborhood and, and the newness of the construction because Atherton Road is 2,400 square feet. Winchester Street is 29, so it's a fair bit bigger. Four bed, four and a half bath on Winchester, three bed, two and a half bath on Atherton. So you're going to get bigger rooms on Atherton, but fewer of them and less square footage. Winchester Street, you know, when I saw this unit last year when it came on, I kind of thought that maybe the developer changed their mind in the middle of, in terms of how the layout is. If you look at the house from the front, you go up a set of stairs, there's two doors you know, up one flight of stairs. And and to me, it always looked like the front doors wanted to be one floor higher. And I think the layout of this unit kind of suggests that as well, because when you walk in now, you're on the lower level and there's kind of a playroom and a bedroom and a bathroom. And then you go up another flight and you get to what would be the main floor ordinarily. Um, now, if you had that main floor as your entry floor, it makes perfect sense. Come in on the entry floor, you entertain there, and then you have a sort of a playroom for kids and a guest room downstairs and, and more rooms upstairs. You know, it almost looks like uh, they wanted to do that. Because if you look at it from the front, the garage is on the, the ground level. One floor up is the entry doors. But then uh, another floor up, there's that. Uh, overhang over the doors. So it almost seems like the overhang that protects the front doors from rain is a full story higher than 
uh, you would have thought it would be. So I think that suggests exactly what you're saying, Ron. Right. No, that's that to me is the first is the first tip off. It's like the orphan rooflet because what's it doing all the way up there? But you know, anyway, it is it's it's a nice unit, and if you can sort of get over that little bit of weirdness, um, it has nice light. You kind of lead to the back of the house and get. Uh, light from three sides and, you know, nice open floor plan on the main floor. So worth looking at for sure. And, you know, what are we at? We're at $680 a square foot. So the price is, you know, in the right range for this type of construction. So we'll see what happens. I thought both of these were nice units. They both have uh, uh, advantages uh, to them. You know, the 140 Winchester Street has more bedrooms and more bathrooms and is larger. Uh, 44 Atherton Street, just around the corner. Um, and, and you know the, the price per square foot is is in the same ballpark for these two. Yep, yep. Uh, should we move on to our Marshall and Fairbanks pairs? Yeah, let's talk about seventy Marshall Street and fourteen Fairbanks. Uh, seventy Marshall Street, we should say, has accepted an offer. Um, that was my pick of the week. That was my favorite one um, last week. Fourteen Fairbanks is still available. These are are both traditional floor through brownstone layouts. 70 Marshall is a little bit larger, 2,400 square feet. 14 Fairbanks was 2,128 square feet. 70 Marshall had four bedrooms, two and a half baths. 14 Fairbanks was one bedroom less, three bedrooms, two and a half baths. The other difference, 70 Marshall has a parking spot. 14 Fairbanks does not have parking included. It's on the listing that it says two parking, but that's referring to a rental parking uh, for $350 a month. And, and, you know, I think we have to factor that in as well. 70 Marshall Street was listed for less at 1.7, uh, 14 Fairbanks 1.8. So to me, it's no surprise that 70 Marshall went quickly and 14 Fairbanks is still on the market. Yeah, I agree. And I think the the um, the people at Fairbanks probably did the guys at Marshall Street a big favor because if a, if a property comes on alone in its price range, um, you know, people have to wonder, is it worth it? Is it not? Uh, here you have two that came on around the same time. And, you know, one of them is cheaper, has parking and an extra bedroom and more square footage. It's like shining a light on on one of them as they pick yeah. this one. <laughs> so uh, I, I think, and, and, and it's worth noting, I mean, the parking is important for sure. Um, and you do have to be careful, as you say, when you look at a listing like Fairbanks, it says to parking, you got to go read it and make sure you understand if it's deeded or assigned, which is what you, which means it's yours, or if it's rented, which means you're going to be paying for it. So Marshall has the parking. And, and that fourth bedroom is harder to come by, really. Like four bedrooms are are rarer, they're a rarer animal than than three bedrooms. And and for many families, you, you want that extra bedroom, you know, either because you have kids to fill it or you want a, an office or guest room. So that is nice. And I agree with you that that unit was on last year and it didn't sell. And I think that maybe the timing was wrong. I liked it also. I, I always liked that unit. So um, it, it's it's not a surprise to me that it went quickly. And, uh, and we'll see how Fairbanks fares now as it stands alone in the market, if something else comes along to challenge it in its price range, or if, if these people have to readjust their expectations. They're $845 a square foot, which is high. It's high. I mean, look at that, at that price range. They're, they're competing with 140 Winchester with 44 Atherton with other high price properties that were new construction and different style. Um, 70 Marshall Street, I absolutely loved. It had oversized living room, oversized dining room. It had that master suite in the back with a huge walk-in closet and its own uh, great master bathroom. So yeah, I absolutely loved that 70 Marshall Street unit. 
Yeah, I, I loved it too. It is it is super grand, and and sorry for all the clients we we tried to send there that it's gone because it is it's love and it, and the location is outstanding. Um, you know, one thing, the Fairbanks unit, you always try and kind of figure out how they get their pricing. the The agents who are listing it are more of a of a back bay agency, and it could be that maybe they're thinking you know back bay pricing, or maybe the people who are selling are trying to move to the back bay and want to get more out of it. It's it's not clear. Um, but it does seem that the price is high on that one. And, and, and like everything else, it will find its price. The question is, you know, when and what will it be? That wraps us up for this week. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to discuss, please reach out to us. We're info at accentbrookline.com. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, don't forget to leave your five-star review on iTunes or your preferred podcast syndicator. Until next time. I'm Avi. And I'm Ron. Thank you for listening.